Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Are we ever ready for our kids growing up and not needing us anymore? (laughs) Oh, I remember it well when my oldest son, Curtis, told me he was leaving the house. I think I talked about it on the air that day. Oh, there was tears, let me tell you. Hi, Niall. I have an email here I want to read for you. Hi, Niall. My husband thinks I'm losing my mind, so can you please discuss my innermost fears? And I'm sure your listeners will think I'm a bit mad. I have three children, 10, 12 and 16 years of age. My daughter started secondary school last week and my oldest son is in sixth year and now doing his leaving cert. My fear, I might sound a bit daft, but I'm afraid of them growing up. My son will be in the big bad world in less than a year and he will leave the house probably and move in with a, f- a few friends as I know he's very independent. The idea, that, the idea that his mammy won't be there to protect him breaks my heart. He has even suggested going on holidays with his friends next summer. So I'm terrified. I'm so terrified. I told my husband to book our holidays immediately and make sure that he puts his name on the list. <laughs> you're mental. But I get you. I know where you're going. My daughter started secondary and I'm equally terrified that she's growing up and I feel so scared and sad watching her and watching her getting older. Am I the only parent that wants their children to stay young forever and want to protect them all the time? My husband is more rational than I am. But I just find it so hard to leave my children to their own devices. I told them I wish they could be just 10 forever. I know, I'm a bit mad, Niall. I admit it. But I can't be the only one who feels that way. Please put it out to your listeners and help me with my anxiety and my fears. Will they be okay? Of course they'll be okay. But I understand your fears. Anyway, I want to talk about the milestones in your kids' lives and ask how you de- how you dealt with it. I mean, some parents, parents, I suppose, are delighted with their kids, you know, when they kind of stand on their own two feet. Others, like me, struggle with the notion that they don't need me as much anymore. My children are all old now, it's completely disconnected now, so that doesn't matter anymore. But when your kids are younger, I suppose it's a lot different. You know, I wouldn't have... I always wanted them to stay young. I wanted I still see them as young. And I talk about my kids, I always, you know, when you talk about your kids and in your mind, you still see them. As young, I still see my daughter the day she was outside the back door and she used to love the hose during the summer. And when I'd water those hanging basket plants, and I'd water them and she'd stand under it while I'd water them. And the water would just pour down on top of her with the muck and everything in it. She didn't care. She loved it. And I'd... I still see my son when we were uh, decorating a room and he had a scraper in his hand, a little vest on him and a hat on his head. And he was only about six and he told me he was a builder and he was charging me 40 euro a day. And they're the kind of things we remember from our children. You know, they're the things we remember. My oldest son, I remember him sitting out on the deck in one day and he had two friends around and they had, he had a football and he was terrified they were going to kick his ball over the wall and he sat there crying. I think of all those things and you protect your, you're protecting your children all the time. But you don't think of them as adults. You don't want to think of them as adults. You don't want to think of them leaving the house. You don't want to think of your little baby going into secondary school with big people. You don't want to think of all those things. So how do you deal with those milestones? of your children growing up and needing you less. They just don't need you. Like I've talked about before, the day my daughter let go of my hand. 
as a dad, for God's sake. She wants to have a 13. I'm holding her hand and she goes, it's embarrassing, dad. Or when you drop them off at school and they, they, they kind of just, they don't give you the peck in the cheek anymore. They just get out of the car because their friends might be looking. And it's awkward and embarrassing. You don't kiss your father when you're 14. You know what I mean? All those milestones where it changes and they just don't need you. You're actually an embarrassment to them. You're ruining their life. Let me know what you think. How do you deal with those milestones? How did you deal with your child growing up and needing you less? Or is this woman just mental like me? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Did you deal with it okay? Nigel, you're in Ireland's classic hits. Getting back to our kids growing up, Nigel. I'm in the middle of it now. I'm at one end with sort of one of them and I'm in the middle of it the rest of them. So you have a four-year-old, a six-year-old, a ten-year-old and a 19-year-old. Ten tomorrow, yeah. They, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, happy birthday tomorrow, to yeah, him. Yeah, 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 ten tomorrow, yeah. And then Jack will be 20 at Christmas, so. Right, okay, okay. Uh, college and, you know, doing his own thing and I've spoken about him before. He's, he's, he's a good lad. He runs his own little business and um, yeah, yeah. he's in college and he pays for himself. He does everything himself. He's... Well, I remember, like, and you feel, do you feel a little bit redundant when it comes to him I now? Do, I do, I do, and I'm sorry. I, I, I remember saying to my wife, you know, you don't go back when he's 16 and say, Dad, when he drop his hair. I remember saying to him, Jeez, I can't make you have your own car. Yeah. I know I wish uh, I know I, I wish every now and again he'd say to me, he was just saying, drop us up here, drop us there, you know what I mean? Uh, see, now when you, you get know? to my point now, where they're all at that stage, right? And now you're saying, God, I used to give out about them, want me to, you know, drop me to drama class, drop me to this, drop me to that, yeah, drop me yeah, over there, can yeah, you go yeah, to the shops, yeah, can we bring me yeah. to the shop, can you walk to the shop with me? And now, oh, you'd give your right arm for all that stuff. Well, I go and, I'm literally, I'm finished here, we, we do a half day on a Wednesday, so I go and collect the, the, the six-year-old at, um, at two o'clock, I collect the ten-year-old then at three o'clock, and then I collect the four-year-old at ten past three from his, from his nanny, so... Right. That's that's it, you know. So I'm, whereas I'm sort of on the redundant side of one of them, I'm I'm in the thick of it with the other three. So it, it just. So what? What would time. you say? Is this woman mental, or is that just a normal, no, natural not feeling? It's not mental. Not mental. No way. <laughs> you know what? No, I tell you what. She should do. Right. She should weigh it up against. You know, weigh it up against not caring for your kids at all. Mm. And see where she is. Then I guarantee you, she she'd rather be on her side of the fence than the other side now. Is, you know, it ir- is it irrational that we all, well, I don't know about us all, but certainly I feel the same way as her, to be honest with you. That you no, all want, you, you won't, well, I, when I think of my kids, I think of them at about 10 years of age, really. Or maybe a little bit younger. You don't think of your kids as grown up. No, no. They'll always be, they'll always be your kids. You know what I mean? They'll always be, I don't know, I don't want to use the word babies, but they'll always be, they'll always be your babies. Now, that's, that's, that's just the harsh reality, regardless of what age they get to. You know, you use a little cliche, he's me firstborn and he's me last one. He's and, me know, baby. He, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jack's always the baby, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's 20, but you'll always see himself as the baby, the number one, you know. But, yeah. uh, but, and uh, when, no, when I, your 19-year-old says to you, right, uh, listen, myself and a few friends, we're getting an apartment together. Yeah. Will there be tears shed? Uh, no, he, he doesn't. He doesn't live with us anymore. Anyway, oh, no, oh he, he doesn't live with you anymore now. Oh, sorry. He, no, he, well, I, what happened, Noel, is in Nanny and Grand, live quite close. My my wife's parents live quite close within in the same community. So when COVID was there, because the little lad hadn't started play school, it was quite difficult for him to do in house studying with, with with you know with the little lad in the house and stuff like that. Yeah, a bit of noise. Yeah, so. yeah, a lot of noise, a lot of stuff going on, and he, he didn't understand. I remember one day he said to me, "I said you can't go in there." I said, "Jackson School." 
Not, and he was peeping through the lab or peeping through the keyhole. <laughs> he said, he's not in school. He's in his bedroom. I can see him, you know. So it got to the stage where he he, he, he just stays down in nannies. And because of the, at the time with COVID, we didn't want coming to and fro with, 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 with my wife's parents because they're in their 70s. So we just decided for him to stay put. So he, he, he pops back every now and again and just lets us know that that's still his room and it's still his house. And, I, I still have the ability to empty your fridge and, and to let you do yeah. the work. Well, in 15 you know, or 16 I, years' time, you'll be sitting there twiddling your thumbs, Nigel. They'll be all gone. I, I just said, my, my wife says to me all the time, I, I, I sometimes come out with the odd saying, Jay, I can't wait because they're all able to do this, or yeah. they're all able to do that. And the famous one comes back with, don't be wasting your life. Don't wish no, them away. No, don't wish it away. Don't wish them away. No, and I, no. I say that to that woman. I, I mean, I, I remember all the milestones, you know, right to the first words, the talking for the first time. Yeah. And I, I remember Curtis, my oldest, he was a devil to feed. He just wouldn't eat. And, you know, and as, as frustrating as that was, I'd give it, you know, I'd give in to have that back again. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm in and now with the four-year-old. Doesn't like anything. Yeah. Have yeah. grapes. <laughs> grapes. <laughs> grapes and yogurt. I, I remember we were like the... You know, I was the most over-anxious parent ever, right? <laughs> because he was our first. And he wouldn't eat. And I remember one day being delighted he had to stick a Kit Kat, right? Because <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he just wouldn't eat. And if anybody had to see me, they would have thought I was a psycho. Because I figured out when he was distracted, you could feed him, right? So you'd get yeah, the potatoes right. and mash and turnip that you'd mixed up. You know, the little turnip, whatever yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. so I'd get the drill out because <laughs> he loved the drill. <laughs> Right, and I had the drill in my hand, and I go, and he'd look at the drill, and he'd stick the food in his mouth. That's how desperate I was. Yeah, but look, it just goes. No, would you do anything? Oh, yeah, I'm sure I had him up into the children's hospital and grumbling and everything. I think they thought I was mental because I said to the doctor, "But he's not eating." But he's been on stone and half and weight since the last time you were here, so he must be eating something. <laughs> he's doing There's somebody doing something with him. <laughs> but stay there for a second. Let me go to Dave. Dave, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Dave? I'm sorry, folks. Good, Dave. It's lovely to talk about kids. I mean, your your kid's starting the scouts tonight, is he? He is, yeah. You know, he's not really, he's not a sporty kid. He's not into the gas, you know. And, you know, we, we live in Tiff where it was born, but, you know, so we were trying to find stuff for him to get into, and he said he wouldn't mind doing the scouts, so, you know, happy days. We're kind of an outdoorsy kind of a family anyway, so. Yeah. You know, he'll be teaching me stuff now in the next year or two or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. are you worried about him? Do you worry about him growing up? Like this woman in the email who it says it's breaking our hearts that he's getting older. Does it, does it, does it break your heart to see, you're getting, see him getting older? And it doesn't. You see, he was like our youngster was a lunatic when he was, you know, like from the moment he could walk and talk, you know. And we used to worry that people wouldn't call to see us anymore because he'd just think <laughs> he'd climb on top of people's heads and he'd latch on. And like it was like something from a cartoon where I literally have my like leg on the couch and arms around his waist, and he wasn't letting go, you know. Or yeah. if you met someone you didn't know, he'd growl at them, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. We were kind of. It's like having a dangerous dog in the house. I'm not joking. You think he was like something from the Adams family when he was a toddler. I kid you not. But as he got older, he, you know, he, he kind of, he, he mellowed out a bit. Thank God, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I was just like, he was just crazy that in school they had him tested for ADHD twice, and you know, the second time they did it, myself and Mrs. were like, "Oh, this old chestnut," you know. Yeah. And we're like, "Sorry, lads, he's just a bit hyper." Um, but no, I, I do miss it when he was younger. But at the same time, like he's eleven now, and he's kind of that, you know, you know, not a kid, not a teenager. He's kind of a tween at the moment, and 
yeah. you know, he's starting to get a bit moodier. He's starting to kind of care more about the clothes he wears. But like, yeah, is he being cheekier now? Oh no, he was always a cheeky little shite back. Anyway, like if you're if you're not able to give a good comeback by the age of five or six in our family, you get put up for a job. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I mean, when he when he gets to nineteen, I mean, and twenty, and then he's off out the door, Dave. I know. Yeah, I can't wait. Well, that, um, you know, see, see, Nigel, see what he just said. He's like, I can't wait. Don't, I'm just don't. joking. Ah, no, look, I, I, look, I, I, we all look. We all say that, but secretly we want to keep him forever. I yeah, mean, don't yeah, be wishing it away. I'm telling oh. you now. When you get the position I'm in right now, you will wish that all back again. You'll regret oh, it. You see, what I love about the fact that he's getting older is like we can give him more responsibility. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, cutting blocks is his job. Cleaning up after the dogs is his job. He gets out and power washes the back garden. Do you know, I can't wait till he's old enough to have, like hold an angle grinder or something, and we can start really start doing stuff together. Do you know, and it's just, it's great to see him. You know, go from like I need mommy and daddy to help me with everything to hey dad, uh, while you were at work today, I decided to sweep up the back garden and put away the dishes for mommy. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it, that is nice. You do miss him as a child, but. When you get to yeah, he's starting to sound too responsible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And especially the older they get, you're like, lovely. My kid's not going to be a shite bag when he grows up. <laughs> that's, you know, that's extra validation for you as a parent. You know? Okay, well, listen, I, I have to go. Say that I've gone over time. I have to go to a break, Nigel and Dave. And the number's 087-188-0008. Um, and the question we're simply asking is, how do you deal with the, your child growing up and needing you less? That's the real thing. Uh, say there, Dave. Liz, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Liz? Hi, you're mad. How are you? Good. Well, Liz, I, I think we've almost, this show has grown up with your child. Oh, you have? Yeah, she's 19 now. 19? Oh, I remember talking to you when you told us he was 14 or 15 and I was, you were worried about him dating and all that kind of stuff. And oh, all. yeah, geez. I, I told him out of the house now and I'm wondering if now, yeah. I mean, God, yeah. No, you know, when they're not, they just don't depend on you anymore. It's terrible. Like, I mean, I walk in and he walks out and he's just walking past me. Like, what are you... Oh, I know. I know nothing. He's naming these people. I'm having a clue who they are. I'm all sure to do is getting in the car now and undercover, like, and go follow them. And once they're over 18, you kind of feel like, do I even have a right to ask oh, him this no. anymore? Well, that's it. Like, I mean, he went to Amsterdam. Right. He's starting to enough to go and... Um, He's naming the people that he's gone. I was like, I'm in the breeze. We are talking about even. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, you send me the hotel, the, the place that you're staying, and where you're going, and all that. And then he did. Yeah. I said, because I don't know who these people are. I who the mothers are. I wouldn't know who to knock on. I wouldn't know what to knock on. If and I, would, he, would he text you when he goes off? Like, would you say to him, listen, would you text me when you yeah, get there? Yeah, four holiday on his own. Like, absolutely. He texts me every day. I was, I, was, I was texting him all the time and making sure he's home. And I mean, he wasn't getting into five in the morning. He was like, oh, me and Darren, like, what? I know. You're terrified. I remember my, my son when he went on his first holiday with his girlfriend and they went to Florida. I said, You couldn't, like, could you not pick somewhere further? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know, yeah, the news was gone. And I mean, obviously, he was over in Amsterdam, so, you know, they had a bit of whatever, the muffins or whatever they were having over there. And then he rang me one day. She could really even talk. I mean, it was as slow as that. And you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. Oh my God, that's my child doing. <laughs> but yeah, like, he's going off now doing his own thing now. Do you know what I mean? It's right, bad. okay. And are you heartbroken? Heartbroken, heartbroken. Because you, you, you never, st- you, you were always on the air talking about him. You never stopped talking about him. Give some advice to Dave here. His little fella's 11 and he can't wait. Till, he can't wait till he grows up. Oh, I know. When they're that age, so he can get to the two digits, like to go past, like, and into 10, 11, 12, they start getting your cheek, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know everything. Like, I remember I, I was giving out, but I'm entitled to have my own opinion. 
Yeah, Dave, Dave, is your fella said that to you yet? I have my own opinion, thank you. <laughs> oh, he's, he's always been incredibly opinionated. From the time he could talk, he had his own opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy when they grow up, but I mean, look. Well, very soon, Liz, he'll be coming in the door. With it. Has he got a girlfriend yet? Hasn't got a gay friend, no. Keep asking, is he got, where's the, like, you know, you know, gay friend. Well, so. well, maybe a boyfriend, I don't know. No, he's not a boyfriend, no, no gay friend. Okay, um, but so he comes home someday, maybe one or the other anyway, and he says, uh, ma'am, I'm getting married and I'm moving out. Jesus, man. <laughs> I mean, he did, yeah. <laughs> he, did, he, did, he did come in to me now, day about, when he was 17, day, right, and he says, ma'am, this is like a trap, like, ma'am, can my friend stay over? And I was like, right, come on then. And then she come. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. She's out the door. So anyway, I said, well, I'll come in anyway. I didn't want to make a big deal out of that, you know. And I was like, do you want some tea? She's like, yeah. And I'm putting on pizza for them and all that. And this, she's sitting on my kitchen class table. I'm like, I'm my ball is how I hope. So I'm going to go out of my house. Yeah, it's like, you know. <laughs> right, okay, Liz. I can see, we, we all know what type of mother you are, Liz. You're very protective. I know, I know. Well, <laughs> so. Absolutely. Liz, listen, thank you very much indeed for sharing that. Dave, thanks very much indeed. I appreciate both of you coming on the air. We have to wrap it up. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.